Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hi guys, this is Jasmine. This is Sophie. Um, and this week, Toby's unfortunately out of the office. She's had a crazy week. Um, they're moving in her brother to Duke. And so shout out to Tulu. Good luck at college. We're very yeah. proud of you. Um, he's also the one that does our intro. So check him out. But Much Sophie's well. back. I Sophie's am. back in the house. <laughs> um, we're hoping next week we'll finally have 3-3 together. But of course, you know, like we've said, the show has to must go on. Um, so, Soph, why don't you start us off? with the VMAs. Yeah, so obviously this is what Toby would say, what's popping in pop culture. Yes. <laughs> so the VMAs occurred, what, Monday? Yes. And which is just a collaboration of top artists within this last week, or I mean this last year. So something interesting that they that I pulled out of the VMAs is that instead of saying best female artist of the year or best male artist of the year, they started using moon person, which includes like more inclusive language that's definitely um, how to make, uh, I think it's cool that the VMAs, which is a huge corporation, is starting to use more inclusive language that includes all sexes, genders, races, instead of trying to make something into a binary force, so that's awesome. Cardi B opened the ceremony, and I guess she was like, <laughs> she acted like she had Culture. culture. <laughs> she had like she had culture, and it was just a moon person award. I think that's super funny. I think that definitely set the stage of how the VMAs was gonna roll out. Sometimes, you know, with award ceremonies, they're gonna be like, okay, so what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be political? Are they gonna try to be savvy? Are they trying to be sarcastic? They're gonna be funny. I think with Cardi opening it that way, it definitely is like, okay, we're gonna play it loose. Like we're gonna have a good time. Yeah. It's gonna be a little bit more of a party. Um, and then J Lo also won the video. Vanguard Award. Uh, she had an amazing performance, and I know there was a little bit of speculation that Shawn Mendes gave her the like presented the award to her, and people are trying to figure out like how is Shawn Mendes and like J Lo even on the same level? Yeah, or like I connected because sometimes when, like you know what I mean, like when you put the presenter and then like the receiver, there's sometimes. Like their friends. Yes, no, I've noticed that in the past with like the Vanguard Award is whoever's presenting the award to who to the recipient it normally is closely affiliated or they've worked together yeah. or um, okay yeah no I get that I didn't even so think about that. So there was a little bit of speculation with that, but Sean Mendes had an, an amazing performance with the In My Blood Wet T-shirt contest. It mm-hmm. was cute, um, and then I guess who so the who took home like the biggest awards? So video of the year, Camila Camila Cabello. Yeah. She took an award for video of the year with Havana, and she also won artist of the year. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you guys have listened to us before. We're not huge fans. No hate, you know. It's no, just not no. our cup of tea. Also, you know, with, like, the whole Fifth Harmony breakup, we obviously know where our loyalty lies exactly. in that whole thing. Um, but, you know, congrats to her. It's all love. Um, you know, that's a huge turn turning point in her career. So, you know, go you. Uh, also, Cardi was nominated for so many awards, um, and she took home... What did she Best take home? New Best artist. New Artist, Song of the Summer. Um, but, yeah, I, I again, going back to her opening was so funny because I know it was in New York this year, so she was like, mm-hmm. haha, I'm the Empress, you know, yeah. and just being her goofy self. Cardi's so much fun. I feel like she's that breath of fresh air that, like, we all, like, needed. And I'm so glad she's, like, best New York. Yes. Um, and I'm going back to, like, video of the year, the Carters with Apeshit was in the running. And also, like, Tosh Gambino was like, this is America. Granted, Apeshit and this is America have taken home their own awards. But I definitely think that 
I can't even tell you that I've list, I've seen the Havana, Havana yeah, right. music video. I don't think it really, I can't say that it's like going into like video of the year. Like it's at that status, mm-hmm. but it's a good song. Yeah, for sure. No, I hear, when it comes on, like I'll dance to it. I'll it's sing along to it. Like I'll, no. I'll admit it, you know. It's a poppin' song. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, so, and I guess also just another performance that was really dope on the show was Travis Scott's performance. Um, you know. This just the hype of his album this whole summer has been amazing. That the album delivered and people it, it met everyone's expectations. Um, you know, so obviously wild ass performance, and it was great because he actually announced his tour before um, before the actual VMAs, and so I think it just kind of gave people a little sneak peek of what to expect um, for the tour. Which, by the way, I have secured tickets for, <laughs> and I'm so excited. I just got news this morning that my friends and I will be seeing Travis Scott in Omaha, Nebraska, on December the 10th. So, if you will be there, let us know. <laughs> We're a little mean green of our three fans. <laughs> I know, our three fans yes. to this podcast. I know. Also, uh, the elephant in the room with the VMAs. What the fuck with Madonna and the Aretha yeah. Franklin tribute i have no idea what she was wearing i don't understand i know madonna was trying to get into the fact that like she was like close friends with aretha and all that stuff rest in peace to aretha franklin we definitely lost like a great but madonna seriously seriously but madonna was basically just plugging her own self into it like she was like just basically doing self-promo when she was like the whole trip it's a tribute we had the respect like one of like like nothing like she is like the queen of soul right like Aretha Franklin like will go down to history like she's a legend she's an icon so I'm confused how like Madonna, whatever happened with the whole Madonna situation I know she, there's been a lot of backlash mm-hmm. nobody knows what she was wearing I'm trying to figure it out I know I'm like who who was your stylist because <laughs> we need to talk Did you honestly you need a new one she probably or something styled herself I, I don't know, know but that, I feel like that's just so Madonna right well I'm sure people were disappointed just because um, Madonna is this you know the pinnacle of pop she mm-hmm. when you think of pop music you know yeah we think of the Britneys and the Christinas but like the person that really paved the way and started that movement in pop music was Madonna and so I think people were probably just disappointed in the way that the tribute was delivered and executed, you know, because it's, it's like so uh. different. Like you have Aretha Franklin and like Madonna, like Madonna, like is like very controversial and she's an upright standing person or whatever. And then you have like Aretha Franklin, which is like everybody's like auntie. Yes. You know? <laughs> Everybody, yes. Like you can't, there was never any controversy with Aretha Franklin, you know, it, she's, yes, that's a perfect way to say it. everyone's auntie that we loved and she, you know, no, not messy, just delivering bops, like legendary yeah. Legend. songs for life you know people are gonna remember those songs years from now and we're still gonna be you know that's how people are gonna had her time i don't understand like how she's always coming back Mm -hmm. i was like yo like vogue was like how long ago yes that's a good point too i'm like every time she (laughs) creeps back in i'm like oh you again you you hello and so moving on to album drops so ariana grande dropped sweet sweetener Sweetener, mm-hmm. sweetener, <laughs> yeah. Sweetener. I don't know. I feel like the album like it's spelled weird. I was like, I've never spelled right. sweetener <laughs> in my life. And then I'm looking at the album, like, what? How do I pronounce this? Yes. So she dropped sweetener. Very people have been wanting this album to come out. Yes. It's definitely an Ariana Grande. Like I've been waiting and I'm excited. So it's something that the two songs that I really liked is all breathing and sweetener. Mm-hmm. I think those are probably the two of her biggest, uh, more, pop, more popular songs yeah. on the album. They're definitely going to be singles um, from the album. But I know my two favorite um, were Every Time and Raindrops. Uh, honestly, I really, Raindrops is like a, like a 30-second intro interlude um, to the album. It's the very first song, but it's not very long. But I love that song because Ariana Grande has 
pipes, people. Yeah. Like, this girl, hearing her sing is so, like... Oh, you know, you get, you get chills. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly like she hit, she hits these notes and these sounds that you don't even know exist. And then, and but it's so beautiful and eloquent, and it's she's so easy to list to listen to. And so, raindrops. Honestly, I think she just plugged that into the album just to show off a little bit. Yeah. And she did. She's she like, went I off. can sing in case you guys forgot. Yeah, in case you guys <laughs> forgot, this is what you should be hearing. Um, this is what you should be expecting for the rest of the album. You know, I know people are saying that like she's like coming from Mariah Carey's throne and stuff, but like you like, know. <laughs> Mariah Carey, if you could still sing, maybe we would like you wouldn't. There wouldn't be competition, right? But yeah, Miss Grande has bops, and she delivered. Um, I know, like yeah, the rest of the album was just really. It's just like it was a nice switch up for. I know for me personally, like this summer, like just adding a different vibe, you know, with like the pop and like the space. There's a little bit like it's still Ariana Grande, but she kind of there's a little bit of a twist to it, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I've only listened to like the album like once. Yeah, all the way through, still questionable. Yeah, but great album. Definitely give it a listen if you guys haven't yet. Um, but yeah, ten ten recommend. Those are our faves. Another album that we mentioned last week that we were gonna feature on you know our episode today, um, Young Thug dropped Slime Language. Uh, I know like that was a really anticipated album for, in like the hip hop world. I know like Drake was tweeting about it, Instagramming about it, whatever. Um, my faves and the this, the songs that I suggest you guys listen to if you haven't yet are You Ain't Slime Enough and Tsunami. Um, and gain clout and ironically enough you know we've talked about this with albums um, they are all towards the beginning of the albums and so I think it's just like you know just the trend of you know the albums where they they put the bops first and then the whole bell curve that Toby's mentioned before you know where um, kind of towards the end he also kind of picks up momentum again uh, I love the thugger you know he's he's really fun like his his style so of fun. music is so different so with hip hop and I, I think he kind of goes into the realm of like the Playboy Cardis and, like, the Uzis, like, that kind of, like, fun, more different, um, like, it just, like, a different kind of hip-hop feel and just, like, adding more edge, if that makes sense, you know, right. to, like, not only their style, but their style of music and, like, their clothing and all that stuff, and so, yeah, The Thugger's just fun, and that, it was a dope album, um, I know, I, I noticed that there was a little, that there was some ASL that was done on the art cover, um, which is kind of a play on words, it's slime language and then, like, sign language, yeah, you know, so yeah, exactly, like very, very smart, like, play on words type of thing yeah i know very clever but yeah that's that's what i that's what i suggest you guys listen to if you haven't listened to it yet um but transitioning into another realm of pop culture that we haven't really touched on yet um so soph and i are are really into youtube videos we love yeah like youtube i'm not kidding i will watch (laughs) People play Fortnite. I will watch makeup videos. I will watch foodies. I will. I don't even cook, but I will literally watch forty-five videos on how to cook steak or chicken. Yes, I or like don't the what I eat in a day. Yes. Or like, oh my gosh. Like, or like mukbangs or whatever. Oh yes. Yo, I'm like I'm hungry. Yes. I'm hungry. I love YouTube, and I love like how YouTube's transitioned. Honestly, like anybody can make a YouTube video. Yeah. Anybody can put it on YouTube and get followers and express themselves and however what they want and how they're passionate about stuff. Super interesting because there's people like me, a consumer, that I will literally fall in love with anything no matter what it is. Yes. And I might have we like we both have like obsessive like personalities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like really obsessive personalities. I'm not kidding. Like I literally watch. I love watching YouTube videos, and I and it's I watch more YouTube than I do TV. Same. And I think that's how it is with a lot of people. Like everybody's on YouTube. Yeah. Kids are on YouTube. Three year olds are on YouTube. Yeah. That know how to work the internet. Like that's the first thing that they go to is YouTube. Yeah. Type in. You can watch. They even have like people's own TV shows on YouTube. 
Yeah, I know. Um, and you know, I think I think with YouTube too, like this new phenomenon of people being able to you know establish successful careers and platforms really with it is the millionaire. Yeah, is the fact that you know you can really tweak your channel and your and your um, and your image to whatever a liking or like, you can tweak it to whatever demographic you're appealing to and then you can also make it very personable you know mm-hmm. because people do blogs people do sit down like i know like in, like the beauty community people do like sit down get ready with me like, and, like talk, talk. Yeah. yeah um so that's kind of the realm that we're going to be talking about but to get deeper into the controversy that we'd like to discuss about you know, a YouTube star recently is Laura Lee. So if you guys aren't familiar with her, she is a beauty guru um, that started off her platform on YouTube. And then um, eventually she's, you know, just like... She has a huge, huge huge following. Like she's up there with like Jeffree Star, Jaclyn Hill, like um, who's... There's a Manny MUA, like all like, like all these like close knit, like literally like millionaires. Like they've made so much money off of YouTube. Right. Um, and so essentially what had happened was there were racist tweets that resurfaced from like four or five years ago. Um, and they are bad. Like, I don't want to say them on air because yeah, no, I'm not, we're not going to say them on air because that's just not, it's just, I can't have those words coming in my mouth. It's very degrading to minorities. Yes. slash very racist yes she also she also tweeted some fat shaming ones i forgot to share those with you i'll I'll mention those to you after we get off air but they were just really degrading inhumane comments that she made about minorities and about you know people that are overweight etc and i think where the where the country controversy stems from is the fact that she gave jeffree star a lot of shit you know jeffree star has been in some shit before for racist things that he has said um you know and he and he's done he's worked really hard to rebrand and to rebuild off off of his image and so she was really scrutinizing him and antagonizing him in regards to those to those comments he made and his fans went and resurfaced these tweets and and completely just like put them out there and they were like so what are you gonna say you know and laura's background if you guys aren't familiar with her is she's from a small town alabama like i've been following her i've been following her since before she got huge like before she moved to la and all those like you know all of those pinnacle moment like movement like moments that you make in your career when it's like you've hit you know a certain level of success or whatever so i've been with her for a while and i was really disappointed um just because her apology like i know i'm sure if you guys see it on social media you'll notice that a lot of the remarks that people make are about are in regards to her apology video which was whack it it was a it was a video it was a video that first of all didn't even hit a five minute mark okay and the whole time she's just crying and like you can tell she's saying sorry but like you can feel that there's it's just not genuine you can tell that she's sorry not because she understands that it was wrong and that's not how you treat people she's sorry because she's losing her business she's yeah yeah, i mean like she you know she had deals with like ulta morph like lots of big name brands in the beauty community she did you know had tons of collabs and all that stuff and they they cut them they pulled them they're like nope sorry we can't like racism is not tolerated like regardless if it was 15 years ago if it was three minutes ago right there's i just it's not justified own up to it exactly take it as it is and like i like saw like sneak like snippets of her video because people were like dogging it on <laughs> twitter literally there's like she literally edited like jump cuts of her like crying yes like so to make like, it look like she was crying like, more edited your apology video yeah mm. <laughs> yeah a moment of silence yeah we're for that. all just like there's just nothing to say about it because it's like you know i i don't know I, I don't understand i think the whole thing about 
what we were kind of saying earlier with like YouTube is that it has a big demographic. Those mm-hmm. people, her sole success, yes, she's like a very likable person. She has personality. She's talented in what she does for makeup. But with YouTube, it's like you have to have followers. You have to have subscribers. That, that's how you get your deals. That's how yeah. you get your money. And like your subscribers are from all demographics. Right. I mean, look at us. Like I've watched her videos and like me and you are both minorities. Right. And it's just sad because... Um, she so after the tweets were resurfaced she didn't even try to do damage control like didn't even try to say sorry it, immediately she just went rogue she deleted her tweets deleted her twitter went off social media like didn't try to do damage control and i'm like i'm sorry um i'm stud- i'm studying strategic communications at ku and like the first lesson of pr is you need to be quick and you need to be on it like you there like, Erasing it doesn't make the... You're trying to erase it. Like, you're deleting it, but it's not going to go away. Right. Especially with anything on the internet, everything can be easily replicated. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, exactly. Hello, screenshots. Yeah, she deleted it, but there's screenshots everywhere. And also, too, like... You know, it, it it obviously sends a message that like you know what you did was wrong, but it's the fact that you're not apologizing for it and you're not being genuine, um, and so it's just really disappointing. And then also in her video, she was saying like, "I'm sorry for my retweets," and it's like, "No, boo, you, you wrote them." Me. Yeah, like she and like it's it was also the fact like a lot of people were having problems with the idea that she wasn't even fully owning up to what she did and trying to blame it on something else. And then it's also she was being a hypocrite in the sense of where she was scrutinizing Jeffrey and like Manny and like all those other people. That she so worked just with. as bad, if not worse. Right. And now, and then she's also like trying to say, you know, like, oh, like I was a young girl at the like four years ago, she was like 23. So you were a well equipped adult, fully mindful of your actions and your thoughts and your words. And you know what? Like, that's a really shitty position to be in. And right. I'm sorry to her and like best of luck to her. Cause I mean, at, when I, when I finally caught on to like, what was going on, she was losing like, 200 it was like it was like every 20 seconds she was losing 200 subscribers but no because like that's something that's not tolerated no it's not it's not tolerated and that's why she has lost her deals and that's why she has lost her followers and her subscribers like her business is going down this is how having a platform you can either use it for growth or it can be regression yes and in her case it's like you have to be really careful and like what you put on platforms and like how you influence other people because, yeah, someone might agree with her. Someone might have aligned the same values as her. Mm-hmm. But people that think drastically different, they're not going to support that. Right. Like, it's not like, yes, like, we feel like... That's the cool thing about YouTube is, like, we're very personal. It's, like, very personal. Like, you think that, like, Laura Lee is, like, your best friend. Like, you literally are... Like, they talk to you in the camera. It's not a TV show. It's something... Like, this is a realm of, like, entertainment that, like, is so new mm-hmm. that we've never experienced. So you do think that, like... They're literally sitting, they're talking to you, they're sitting next to you. Like, you get to know them, you, like, see what they do throughout their day. And so that's why I feel like when this kind of stuff surfaces, it's a lot harder to deal with because you feel like you know them. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, because there's, there's a connection there. Yes. And this just goes to show, like, when you put yourself on a platform like this, there's going to be vulnerability mm-hmm. that comes with it. And this just, this is a prime example of, like, what you say on the internet, how you use your platform, how you use social media be cautious because it will come and bite in your ass. Like, yeah, she's still gonna probably be making money regardless, but it's like, you don't, she's not gonna have business anymore because of what she said. Yeah. Like, yeah, she might not think that way anymore. I mean, she might. I don't know. I right. hope she doesn't because it's not tolerable. But if she does, like, that's somebody that I will not support. Right. And well, and it's like Paula Dean too. You know, like yeah, oh, like sweet yeah, Jesus. like you'll her. yeah, right. Like you'll make it, but your shit will never be the same again. No. Your brand will never be the same again. Her, and Paula Dean literally like is nothing. Yeah. She's not existent. Right. Exactly. And um, like literally not existent. I totally forgot. About right. That. Well, and, and exactly. And even even if like she is grown and different and has better understanding of like 
of like social issues and has better understanding of how you're supposed to you know treat humans it's it's just the fact that she didn't it's like when all those when all those things were exposed like if you were genuinely that like person that like grew and learned from that time then you would have addressed that and like taken full ownership and have taken you know it head on and been like and embraced the damage you know and done what you could to get people to understand that you're genuinely sorry this is not who you are you know you understand like where you understand where you went wrong and like you being being honest about needing to be more educated and how you are getting educated and you know there's just there were just so many ways she could have handled the situation better yeah her delivery, was, really her delivery was whack like and i'm sorry you know but it's 2018 like, to- like racism is not tolerated and, but like four years ago it wasn't tolerated either i don't understand like how she's this hasn't first of all surfaced before you mm-hmm. know but like people that she's taught like people that she talked about in those videos are the people that like have made have followed her you know what i mean like yeah. the demographic that she was like called the demographics because there's more than one that she right. was calling out are who are funding you who are watching your videos who are leaving comments who are subscribing who are going out and buying your products right and then you're just gonna go out and like four years ago talk about them this way that's just unacceptable yeah and that's not like that's like yeah she might be all about like the money but if you're gonna be all about the money make the right money moves and like having these type of tweets having this type of banter or just thinking that way having this mindset like that's like not a smart business move like i don't i genuinely don't know how she didn't think about this before right because from my understanding too is that time frame of when those tweets happened she i'm pretty sure her youtube was starting off then like it was picking up around then or like she was at least starting her career because i i have been fall i had past tense i had been following her for a while and i feel like she had been around in the beauty community for a while so no i totally get what you're saying you know whether it's a shock yeah because even like, like you said so business people they're mindful they understand how money works and they understand how you make money is, is how you appeal to demographics and you know whether you agree with demographics and whether whether you agree with certain social issues or not like people understand that in order to make that money in order to bring in that cash like you have to know how to appeal to people in a humane, equal way. And she didn't. And it's, yeah. it just blows my she mind. She can do both, though, because she's very appealing. Like, yeah. She's very personal. I watch her videos. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, I thought she was. Right. But, <laughs> look, people will be taking a turn for the worst. Right. No, but she's like, I, like, she is the prime, like, YouTuber. Like, what, like, you want a YouTuber to be. She's funny. She appeals to everybody. Right. You can have a three-year-old, four-year-old watching her. You can have, like, a grandma watching her. Like, she, it's makeup. Yeah. She's, like, empowering people through, like, makeup and, like, what her artistry is. She has a lot of friends in, like, the YouTube community. She has a lot of deals with, like, what, Ulta. Yeah. Did, was she with Benefit, Two-Faced, some Two Face, I think. Yeah, but no, she did like collab palettes with tons of na- yeah. huge name brands in right. the in the makeup world and, and like just, online strict ones too, like ColourPop. I think she might have like collaborated with Color. She did. She has her own cosmetics line. You know, yeah. she had all these deals like things going with you because yeah. of people that like because of people like us that were watching her videos and giving you views and giving you money. Because views is money at this point in YouTube. Yeah, because that's what they pay you. Realm for. of YouTube world, the more views you have, the more money you get. Mm-hmm. The more ads you get, the more. It is all like it just like spirals, and then like you have like a huge scandal. Right. I don't know where she's like going to go from here. Right. Exactly. I don't know how this works. Like yeah, she like I, I with like within PR, they obviously have to have a publicist. Like she's like a YouTube celebrity. Yeah. Like oh, she's yeah. huge. She has to have a team with how with how much work and how and how 
many like roles she has to always be juggling like she has a team absolutely you know um and but yeah it's just disappointing because I think I know like right now like, uh, like how we mentioned earlier YouTube the platform of YouTube is something that's becoming very prevalent and very well it's respected in our time huge. and so it's, it's really huge. disappointing that all of these all of these, you know, YouTubers and all of these celebrities essentially like in this community aren't taking it seriously how important their brand and their image is and they're not being mindful. Their image is shocked, yeah, man. they're not being mindful of like their thoughts and their actions and and how and what they showcase to the world because like they're on a level of vulnerability that I guess they don't understand either. Yeah. Um, and I think YouTube started off in the sense of like direction. So like the communication style was like and like let me instruct you with something. You want to learn how to cook eggs, you go to a YouTube video. You want to know how to wing your liner, you go to YouTube. Yeah. So it's like in a sense like they're teaching us something so then like we gain that respect and like we look kind of up to them but the thing is we don't put them on a platform because we feel like we have a personal connection with them yeah and then you have that connection you love them they're a part of your lifestyle now and you're part of their lifestyle because it's so immediate like you can leave a comment and it's there mm-hmm. like it's very like direct it's a very direct communication through like technology thank god for te- technology because we can do that kind of stuff but also there's a backlash on like when you when you put your ideas and your mindset and you put your life on YouTube or on any Facebook, on a blog, on a vlog or whatever your fancy is, whatever outlet you want to use, there is going to be, like, it will, it can work for good and can work for bad. Mm-hmm. And also like with a lot of like, even if too much of anything is a bad thing. So like, even if you have too, too much love and it's like, you're in the limelight too much. Like, I feel like with Laura Lee, like, she probably was just super favored. Like, if she wasn't that big of a YouTube star, like, this probably wouldn't have gotten that big of a deal. Right. But now she's literally huge. She has, like, millions of subscribers. Yes. And this kind of stuff services, and it just drop. Like, she's just dropped. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't... I'm, like, trying to think of, like, what is her next step? Like, what would you do? Like, right. Like, what can you do? Exactly. And don't think of that way in the first place. Right. Well, and, that, and that's why, like... It, it was so crucial for her to have taken that time after everything resurfaced to have done damage control because now, because like whatever you do in that time when you're trying to do damage control influences what happens after, you know, what, what follows after. Right. Um, and, you know, it really will, it really will influence the way, like the projects and the moves that you're doing next. And it's, you know, or her, if she had projects along, you know, these people are like working like, a year in advance. Yeah, constantly. Like, she all could the be, time. like, launching lip glosses in January. Right. How is, like, right. Like, what? Good luck. Are people gonna buy her product anymore? I'm just, like, are people gonna, like, this is, like, 2018 is such a revolutionary time. Like, the time that we're living in right now is, like, we're, especially in America, it's, like, we're all accepting of everything mm-hmm. for the most part. For the most part. We're trying the to idea, move there. The idea of accepting, like, a lot of, like, Gen X or whatever the hell we are, Gen Z, Gen mm-hmm. X, millennials, like, we're transitioning our mindset into it accepting like just like the vmas like we're not we're having moon person like we're using inclusive language like we're changing the way that like we speak the way that we look with you with this kind of stuff that's resurfaced with like Lee, like that's just it's not acceptable in this time and it probably wasn't acceptable four years ago right like four years ago essentially is not that big of a time it's not accepted and she's not gonna be like it is so like socially like not a norm to think that way mm-hmm. even if but when you think of like cultural norms like as in America like we don't necessarily like, think that way even though sometimes like we think that America has like really negative views on like marginalized groups but I'm like even like small town Alabama that she was from maybe that was a cultural norm or maybe she thought it would be funny or maybe her mindset was like somewhere where like 
she wants to be socially taboo or whatever. Right. But now that she's had this platform and she's had this outlet and she's made so much fucking money off of people like us that she's talking like down on. Yeah. It's just it it it's very interesting. It's a huge scandal. I don't know where she's gonna go. From. She's going down. Mm-hmm. She's not. I, I can she go up? I have no idea. Right. I don't know. I was I was shook for sure. And the way she I handled first... it was really bad too. I think it's just a lesson learned that what you put on the internet it can be replicated. It can be screenshotted. It can it has huge reach. It has huge mobility. Right. Once it's on the internet, it's forever. And yeah. that's a message that we, and especially in our time now where we have the ability to screenshot and, you know, like, pe- and people and send don't it. Forget. I could literally send you a picture in four seconds. Right. And you, I could be in fucking China and you could be here and it would still get to me. Exactly. Like, we, like the internet has such, like, huge reach. Like, it can go, you can access the same thing that I can access for the most part. Right. For the most part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watch your asses. Lesson from this segment. Yeah. Because. Racism is not tolerated. No. Like, I don't know how much more we can say Especially that. Especially when, like, but think of, like, what you're tweeting now, like, as, as 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, like, what you're, like, tweeting now, and then, like, you want to go work for a company, all that kind of stuff. You start making money. These things, like... They'll follow you, they'll, you know? Yeah, what you... Who you are, like... Yes, I'm all about growth. I'm all about growth. You might have been ignorant four years, five years ago. That's cool. Make yourself better. Also, when these things like resurface, <laughs> bless you. So sorry. <laughs> when these Thank things you. resurface, it's like how you approach it. She approached it not in the best format, not in the best way. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous for her to see what the extension of her career is going to look like. How is her life, like lifestyle within YouTube, going to change? What she's going to gain? I don't know. What she's lost is a lot. It's kind of hard to bounce back from this kind of stuff. Right. But I think it's just a huge lesson learned. It's like social media will bite you in the ass. Use it responsibly. Right. Be mindful. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, I, I, if you guys follow me on Twitter, which I hope some of you don't, because, <laughs> like, I tweet really, right, I Jasmine. Just, yeah, she I just tweet, tweets whatever the fuck she Yeah, means. I tweet weird shit, you know, but never anything that's, like, degrading or hurtful to another human never, being. Never. It's just, never, it's just like, we have morals. Yeah. And I'm, but honestly, too, I think, I think, um, for me, like, what I, what I'm happy about, all like these movements of reiter of like anybody not even just Laura Lee but like anybody that's been openly racist and it's been all over the internet you know they're losing jobs they're losing money they're losing their yeah. lives and I'm like listen at, I know right now this presidency is really hard for a lot of us and I know you know there's there's a whole thing with America and you know in the image of like you know racism is coming back da, 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 da. but like just don't just don't forget you guys that like people lose literally losing their livelihoods over being racist assholes yeah. t- because of like the internet and people not tolerating it not yeah like are she's we, gonna get caught. she's getting checked right now yeah exactly and like we are we we are moving in through a progressive time and it's going to get better and we are moving towards a society that's more inclusive and more mindful yeah, and more educated you know f- for all different types of groups of people so you know use this as at least a motivational thing like to get through this damn presidency because right you know, at least like, she's being called out it'd be worse if we just ignored it and be like oh people were, were stupid back in the day right and but no it's things are being done about it action is being taken and that's what we can at least you know take from that and put it into a more hopeful future and reiterating that like this shit does not fly don't it be doing it it doesn't um but yeah so Jasmine's you. like, <laughs> I know. Now like, my high. Yeah, now that I'm, I'm like sweating from this conversation because I was shook, you guys. I, I think this yeah. is like my mind was literally blown. I did not know it was. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, moving on to our weekly playlist. So you guys heard, you know, what I've been listening to from Young Thug and Ariana's albums. Um, but Disclosure recently dropped a few extra, like a few new songs. I didn't, honestly didn't know they were still making music, but I was hyped that they, but they were because I love, like, they do bops. I love. I love their music. It's like electric, how electronic, but it's it's, like, it's not like EDM, but it's like but it's, but like it's easy pop. to listen. To. Yeah. yeah, they have their own genre. Yeah, it's they, all of the above. Yes, that's a great I way to put it. it. Um, but I know out of all the songs they dropped right now, my favorite was "Love Can Be So Hard." So I've been <laughs> listening to that. That's pretty much it for me. What about you, Soph? So I've obviously been listening to "Breathing" and "Sweetener" and whatever my roommates are playing. I never know what songs they're playing, but it's always bangers. Um, also, I've been listening to "Magic in the Hamptons" by Social House and Lil Yachty. Uh, I feel like I've been listening to a lot more, but like with like recruitment ending and then like school. This is like our first week back to school. Yeah. And so um, my life's just like been wild, and I honestly like us lame as it sounds I feel like I haven't had time to listen to music you know what I mean no like, I feel like I feel, you. I feel like I'm just struggling we're trying to get through and then like all of a sudden like a, the VMAs are happening yeah albums are dropping and pop culture is like my whole entire like livelihood and music is my whole entire livelihood and I feel like I haven't had time to like set aside to actually like consume it so right. I'm glad that like this podcast has like come so I can actually like talk about it and like get away from like school which is yes. lame I know, and yeah, again, hopefully next week we'll have 3-3 here, we miss you Tobes, but Toby. I know, but we're, I'm so, we're so happy to have you back, so um, <laughs> it was not the same without you, it's never the same without no, all three oh, of yeah, us, you I know, agree, um, but yes, thank you for hanging on and listening to us guys, we are trying to get, like, you know, we're trying to be more regular with our posting, but again, like, like, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure you guys can tell that we all have so many of our own individual projects going on, we're all, like, we're all, like, our the lives are, yeah, girl our lives are whirlwinds and so yes but thank you so much for listening guys um check us out on apple podcast google podcast spotify anchor anywhere you listen you know give us a rate review us subscribe um follow us on instagram okay how do you say your instagram handle because when you listen to last week's episode so wolf okay well the thing is it's s-o-p-h-w-o-f-f so because my parents call me so wolf but like technically it's like so waff so i probably should be like s-o-p-h-w-o-p-h okay because last week we were we were inserting our instagram handles and then so toby and i were like how do you say soap's (laughs) handle maybe i should just change it no, you no should idea. keep it. It's it's really easy to find. So yes, that's um, Soph's Instagram handle. Mine is Jasmine K H O U, and then Prin- and then Princess Toby G is our girl Toby. But yes, follow us on social media. Um, yes, that's our website. <laughs> Check that out as well. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening once again. I'm Jasmine. I'm Sophie, and you've been listening to the, the Weekly, Weekly Vacay. Vacay.